Welcome to Making Sense of Parenting. This show is dedicated to helping parents change chaos, confusion, and struggle into calm, clear connections with their kids, all in a way that aligns with their faith. Hey there, I'm your host, Kelly Shoup, helping you navigate the bumpy road of raising kids. Let's dive into today's topic. Hi there. Okay. Are you having trouble making sense of your child's behavior? Today, we are on part seven in talking about a person's sensory system. So today we are going to discuss the last sense, which is called interoceptive sense or interoception, and it is internal body awareness. So it is understanding the sensations and signals from the inside of our body. And the interoceptive sense is very important for emotional regulation, which has a part in self-regulation. So we're going to explain today about it and also describe how this can show up with your kids. What difficulty with that interoceptive sense will look like in your young kids and how to help them. Okay. If you have just landed here, I am so glad you are here. I'm Kelly. I have been helping parents and families and kids for over 20 years as a parenting coach, pediatric occupational therapist. I am a mom of three teenagers and I am on a mission to help parents and kids connect and understand the communication that kids are giving. And this communication often looks like bad behavior, a meltdown, a tantrum, an outburst, throwing a fit, but it's actually communicating something that's going on with that child. And I help parents understand that. So every Every person has a sensory system and every person registers information in their body through their senses. So we talked about the five normal senses you've heard of, which are sight, hearing, sound, taste, and smell. But then there are also some other senses, vestibular sense, which is movement sense, proprioceptive sense, which is body awareness, and then today, interoceptive sense, or that internal sensation sense. Okay. Kids who struggle, well, let me first tell you exactly what interoception or the interoceptive sense is. So it is nerve receptors in your body that are located inside our organs, and also um, inner areas of, including the skin. So it's knowing whether you are hungry, whether you're full, your stomach feels full. It's knowing if you're thirsty. It's knowing if you need to use the bathroom. It's knowing if you are hot or cold. 
It's knowing if you are going to be sick, if you are feeling nauseous and need to vomit. This is also that sensation telling you, oh, I don't feel good. It's also the the sense that registers pain, also the sense that registers um, heart rate and if it's faster or slower or feels just fine normal. Also helps us register in our muscles. Now we know through our proprioceptive sense that our muscles and joints are registering um, also, but it's partially interoceptive because when we understand what our muscles are telling us, it can help us know, oh, um, you know, they're feeling contracted, smaller, and that feels different inside of our body. It also can register digestion, hot, cold, itchy, or ticklish, pain. Itchy, ticklish, or pain are registered on our skin. And we did also talk about that tactile or touch sense, which also happens on our skin. But it's, again, how that is internalized. So our receptors pick up all this information from inside of our body, sends it up to our brain, and our brain processes it and then gives us a way to respond. And so our behavior, we do something or don't do something based on the internal sensations or internal signals that we are getting. Okay. So I will have a parent come to me and say, oh my goodness, I do not know what's going on with my child because they can tell me they need to go to the bathroom, but when they tell me, it's like they're standing there and the urine is going down their leg. So this is a child who could be having difficulty understanding, getting the cues inside their body that are saying, you need to go to the bathroom, you know, you need to go to the bathroom. So this is one way that, um, a parent could know, okay, I have a child who could potentially have, again, some limitations in this sense. And remember that I work with the majority of parents and kids right in those young ages of three to eight, when their sensory system is growing and changing and developing. And so are all the other systems in a small child's body. So there can be some little hiccups or kinks in the hose, and that's okay. We can kind of work through it and figure out, okay, what is this child's behavior trying to tell me? When they run to me and say, I need to go to the bathroom, and then it's too late. They're already going, and it's all down their leg and on their shoes. It means that the internal signal to give them the cue to get to the bathroom could be weaker. It could have a little kink in that hose. Now they're still getting the signal and they're still coming to tell you, they register, I need to go to the bathroom, but it's just not as strong or they didn't get it in time. So there's a timing issue there too. 
So this is what I help parents determine. It could be, you know, hunger. Some kids are completely fine and you could ask them, are you hungry? No. And then five minutes later, they are so hangry, like mean and angry, and it's a hunger thing. And they'll mow down whatever is on your kitchen counter. Could be a food they don't even like. All of a sudden, they are starving. So this could be a child who is, again, just struggling with knowing what signals are coming inside their body, what alarm bell is going off. Oh, I'm thirsty. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm playing soccer. It's in the middle of summer. It's July. I'm so incredibly hot and it's knowing I need a drink. I'm thirsty. My mouth is dry and to get a drink. Okay. So one of the questions that I often get is, is this a sensory issue or is this a behavior issue? And the reason I focus so much on sensory issue is because when we deal with the sensory issues and figure out, is this a bodily sensation thing, if we can rule out that it is a sensory issue, then we can figure out if it's a behavioral issue. And so a lot of times a sensory issue that a child has not had success with um, dealing with turns into a behavior issue. Because if a child, let's say, um, has difficulty um, getting to the bathroom on time, this also can be a child who has a really hard time getting potty trained. This could be a child who has a really hard time longer than normal being able to have a dry underwear when they sleep. And so if this child is wetting the bed, wetting the bed, they might be 10 or 11 years old and still wetting the bed. And at this point, they aren't even trying to control or be aware and understand what the sensations in their body are saying because They've internalized, oh, well, I'm just, I'm the bad kid because I wet the bed every night. And again, this could be a message that a parent is sending to a child. Like this child is behaving badly and it's not any intent of the child to, to not wake up and go. They just don't have a bodily sense that's telling them to get up. So then after a while, they do. It does become a behavior thing of, well, I just wet the bed every night. So then they don't, again, try to understand, do better, change it. So I help parents. Let's figure out, is this a sensory thing? Because it, if it is, and remember, I've been helping parents with what the sensory system looks like for all these ages for over 20 years. So we can pretty quickly collect clues from how your child is acting to say, okay, this is a sensory thing. Let's try these things to alleviate this problem. Here's what we're going to do for wetting the bed. And then if those things aren't met, then yes, then we're going to address it as a behavioral issue. And then we'll do a few different things. The other thing that I want to tell you about the interoceptive sense 
is that it really has a, a key part in emotional regulation. Emotional regulation is important for self-regulation. So kids who struggle with their interoceptive sense often will struggle with emotional regulation because if they have difficulty understanding and feeling the sensations inside of their body, they will not feel or sense as much that they're scared of something and that actually their heart is racing or that they are feeling anxious. And again, it's that heart racing, breathing is different. If if a child is scared, if an adult is scared, the normal kind of um, bodily response to that is our muscles are tense, like we're ready for something. But a child who is having difficulty picking up on what their, again, the signals from inside their body, they're going to struggle with how they feel because it's not making sense inside their body. So if they can't make sense of those bodily sensations, they don't know that they're feeling fear or anxious, so they can't voice it and they don't know how to do something or not do something to change that feeling to feel better. So if you have a child who is really struggling, emotional outbursts all the time and just cannot be a-okay, calm, kind of neutral and normal in a certain situation, it could be a weakness in that interoceptive sense because they really cannot feel their feelings to know how to deal with them, how to articulate them, and how to organize themselves and their nervous system in a calm, A-OK way. So let's talk about some other things. Hot, cold. Okay, so kids who don't seem to register temperature, they can go outside. If you live north and you're trying to, you know, constantly telling your child, you need, you need a coat, like it's 20 degrees out, you need a coat, you need gloves, you need a hat. Some kids can go outside and play in the snow and come in and their fingers are frozen. So this, again, it's that awareness of knowing how is my child registering these internal sensations and how can I guide them, teach them, help them understand what they need to do or not do to take care of their body. So in this case, it's okay. You know you have to have gloves on or mittens on to go outside and play in the snow. Maybe that looks like a sign right by your back door of gloves and a hat to give your child that cue. Oh, it's cold. I have to put this on. And so, again, that is my job to give parents, A, to help you understand what your child's behavior is really communicating to you. Is it sensory? Is it behavior? And then once we establish that to say, okay, here's the strategy. Here's what we're going to do to help you 
set your child up for success in regard to this. And I am all about finding simple, easy ways. And parents, I like to find ways that you don't even have to be present to be helping your child get set up. So that little sign by the back door, it means you don't have to stand by the back door. Every single time your small child wants to go out and play in the snow, they're going to um, know, okay, I got my coat on. Now I have to put my hat on and oh yeah, my gloves too. Again, this is what I help people with all the time. So hunger, thirst, I have to go to the bathroom. And what, what cues do I need to be giving my child who, again, can't let me know fast enough. They're going to show up to the, to the teacher, to me. So I'm going to have to remind them, Hey, you know, we need to go to the bathroom. We're going to get in the car in a few minutes. Let's go ahead and go just to make sure their bladder is empty. So we don't have an accident in the car. I already mentioned kids who have difficulty potty training. This for sure, a lot of times is a part of it, is that there aren't signals strong enough in their body for them to sense, oh, okay, I need to go to the bathroom. I need to hold, you know, hold it in a little bit longer. They really struggle with this. And this can be one area that can become so incredibly frustrating to parents. Again, this is not a child who is intentionally trying to, you know, pee their pants all the time. No, they are just, they have a, a weakness and a limitation in this sense. And a lot of times it will get worked out and resolved and it's all going to be fine when they are eight, but at four, it is going to drive you insane that, um, that they don't make it to the potty fast enough. Okay. Um, another thing is pain tolerance. And so if you have a child who can bump into things or who will often have, um, could come to you and have like a gaping cut on their knee and they haven't even registered it. This could be a child who is struggling with that interoceptive sense. They are struggling to make sense of what those receptors are telling their brain. I've had kids who, you know, pain to them actually feels ticklish. And so again, it's a miscommunication inside their brain. And then something that's ticklish could register as pain. So it's a, it's a disconnect and just being able to understand what your child, how they interpret that signal inside of their body. Kids who are very sensitive after their bath to the temperature, kids who don't like to go to a swim pool because the water is too cold, these could be an indication of kids who have, again, just um, a sensitivity in that interoceptive sense. Okay, so we've talked about how important the interoceptive sense is in that emotional regulation, that it's also a a key thing in self-regulation. What is self-regulation? It is the number one thing that every single human on this planet is working on all day, every day. It's a life journey of helping keep our body all the systems in it, in an A-OK, calm, all good 
place. And so we do, we have appropriate things as adults that we do to regulate our emotions, our senses, everything that's going on inside of our body. Kids are doing it. We're helping babies do it. You know, toddlers who have a pacifier, they are working on self-regulation. And so the interoceptive system, that interoceptive sense is a key part of that too. And again, this interoceptive sense is not a well-known sense and it can be, um, you know, when, when parents are informed about it, it can really, it, you know, again, it's like, aha, this is why this particular child has had so much trouble with potty training. And if this child isn't able to register pain, this is why this child keeps climbing the same tree or keeps wrecking their um, trike into the um, corner of our garage and they cannot learn from it. Like they do the same thing every single day. Why aren't they think, you know, why aren't they changing and not banging into the side of my garage? Because it's not registering. There isn't an awareness and understanding with that pain that is in their body. So we have to help them and I can help you. Again, our sensory system is so incredibly important. And why? Because it is the system right above our nervous system. If our nervous system is not in a calm, A-OK place, we are not available for the higher level activities of engaging with friends, of learning academic stuff, of working with bilateral hand coordination. If my nervous system is off, and most people know the nervous system to be that fight, flight, freeze, that's that safety system. God gave us this safety system to take care of ourselves. And so it's going to register in our nervous system with all the nerve receptors all over our body and inside of our body. Am I safe? Is it okay? And so that nervous system, that sensory system sits right on top of it. And I think I have shown this pyramid of learning numerous times, but here is our nervous system. This blue is our sensory system. So both of these have to be in a good place before we're available for all the other stuff. Feeding ourselves with a fork, learning how to ride, riding our bike, interacting with our siblings, all that stuff happens after our nervous system and our sensory system are okay. Okay, you can find me, my monthly membership. I help parents all the time with a one-on-one session with different things that are going on, struggles, frustrations with their kids. If you are thinking, oh my goodness, I have a child who might have some sensitivities in this interoceptive sense, shoot me a message. You can find me Instagram at Kelly K. Shoop. You can find me on my website, www.kellykshoop.com. I am happy to help you and help you figure out the clues of what your child's internal sensation system is saying. Thank you. Did you like what you heard in this episode? 
If you did, please share it with a friend and be sure and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app. Reviews are always appreciated. As a reminder, my show is also on YouTube. In YouTube, search for Kelly K. Shoup. That's K-E-L-L-Y-K-S-H-O-U-P. Be sure to click the subscribe button and hit the bell for all notifications. To learn more about my work, helping families, or to contact me, go to kellykshoop.com. Again, that's kellykshoop.com. Thanks so much 